0: Production
1: this put on for a job. Rest the rest of the rest
0: of the rest guys, the rest back the rest the rest of Productions podcast. Today, the have a special guest. Her name is Brandy Brown, and, and she is a writer. <laughs> and I told her earlier, well just a minute ago, I like the fact that she's not from Dallas. And I like the fact that she's not from Dallas because I love meeting new people. right? People that's not from where I'm from. And I just feel like you learn more from others that's not from your comfort zone. Like, Dallas is my comfort zone. So just to meet people from outside of Dallas and actually come in and make a name on themselves. I think that is so dope. <laughs> like, even though I'm like, you know, I'm out chill. <laughs> but I, I don't think I have the, the courage to, like, move to another city and, you know, do what I love. So that's really brave of you. So how long Thank have you, you been know. in Dallas? Well, I originally uh, came to Dallas in 1999.
1: I, so- I know that sounds a long time ago, but it really wasn't. I went to high school out in Arlington. Um, So came with family and um, I've been, you know, here ever since, you know, I went back home a few years ago, but um,
0: I love Dallas. I love the people that I meet every day. The culture its just very inspirational. What's the difference between Dallas and Ohio? Oh my
1: gosh, there's a big difference. Uh, (laughs) Um, You know, Definitely the southern hospitality. I have to. I have to. Yeah, and you know, um, mention that um, Dallas. Just it really just gives me a feel of home. The people that I meet are just um, they're very welcoming, very open, very honest. Um, up north, you get a lot of um, hard type of people. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very business oriented, but they're just quick, quick, quick. You know. But here, Dallas, um, I, I find that I can be myself and relate. And it just, um, it opens me more to creativity.
0: that's beautiful. Do you ever go back home? I
1: have. I think the last time I went was maybe 2016.
0: Oh, girl, you're from Dallas. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Well, today we're going to talk about Brandy's new book that she have coming out. And I really, I think this is a very important podcast because um, I think it's important for us to tell our own stories. And when I say us, I'm talking about Black folk, because the narrative, our narrative, our stories have always been told through the lenses of our oppressors. And I might be going too deep, but I'm going I'm to I'm pull it back. So when I, <laughs> when I, when I meet um, writers and creators, I love the fact that we are creating our own stories, even if it's fictional. So can you tell us more about the book that you have? Is it already published? It is. It's okay. already published uh July
1: 23rd of this year it got published. Um so this book was very important to me um not just because it was my first book. Um you know and I'm currently writing another and this is it's going to have a follow up for this one but the mass Verity. I ah, here you go. The
0: mass yes and where can people pick this
1: up um they can go to my website www.brandybrownauthor.com okay go straight to it I'm gonna tell you a little bit of my um, author's bio where I'm from uh, purchase options and um, we also have an upcoming um, book signing event um, that we'll probably get into a little bit later on but um, this book was very important to me because I overcame so much during this book I uh took me two and a half years to complete that book. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, that's usually um, a good time frame. A lot of authors say two years. Um, we well, have authors like Nora Roberts. She did um, like two months. Um, Daniel Steele was every six months she was writing, and she had one coming out. So I'm not there yet, <laughs> but definitely want to get there. That one took me so long because um, every day, you know, we have our, um, our obstacles. You know, we have to go to work. You know, I'm a mother of two of um, you know, our children, and sometimes it goes in the back burner. You know, um, following a passion, you don't have someone over you saying, make sure you do this or exactly. make sure you complete that chapter or, you know, you didn't like this about that character, make sure you change it or, you know, reiterate. So this one was very important to me because I overcame a lot during this time, and it's a big accomplishment for me. It was a milestone.
0: Okay, so tell us more about the book because I've read a little bit about it. It's pretty much about... Um a woman that's um that that have a really good life. Yeah, her boyfriend just proposed to her. And she's then- trying to get into, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know how those guys do. They always tell us they will, but they never do. And he also supplies <laughs> fancy gifts, right? Yes, yes, he did. And then she got a good job. Yes, she's so definitely
1: she's- a black entrepreneur. She's happy. Mm-hmm, and she's then she meets happy. a Matthew. Yes, she does. She meets a, another man.
0: So is he like a distraction? He
1: he ends up being a distraction to her. Um, originally, she thinks that he's kind of her save, you know, her savior, um, someone that's going to go into her life and get her to the next level. But she finds that she had it, you know, all along. And what really mattered to her um, was being there for the people that she cared about. Um, so in this book, she has uh, you know her best friend that had some issues, completely different um, from her. Um, but um, it just shows morals, and I really want it to appeal to certain type of readers. That um, this book, The Mass Verity, um, that one is um, for young teens, young adults. I really want it to, you know, target a certain market group because they don't really have anyone, you know talking or speaking up for them. They don't have anyone that's going to influence them or motivate them you know, today, social media with the internet, you know, they're living up to this image and they want to fit in, you know, to a certain group and their individuality, their uniqueness and is what sets them apart. And that's what's going to get them to the next level in their lives. And um, I just, you know, wanted to really appeal to them and, (laughs) you know, let that stand out.
0: So what was your inspiration? One of your inspirations, like a major inspiration while writing this book? Um you know to
1: be honest my uh, my inspiration for that book was um, there was you know nowadays you know with the 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 police you know they it's it's so i don't know how to say it. i don't want to say the wrong thing but you find you see so much going on you know, um, and there's always a backstory, you know, you see so many kids getting into trouble and there's always, you know, police on the other side of that, not throwing shade at, you know, our police departments, but I just wanted to, it, this is a, you know, a, a fiction book, mm-hmm. uh, so it's not true, but I did want to just kind of bring in a different aspect of, you know, our life issues.
0: So, okay. And just so you know, the Breamore Productions podcast is the safe place for the Black Opinion. <laughs> So please do not hold back because that people are expecting for us to be raw, right, right, right. Okay. So, um, so your inspiration was pretty much like the issues that um, we face on a right. consistent basis.
1: Us as Black women, you know, um, in the corporate world, um, you know, chasing after our individual goals, aside from nine to five. You know, the things that we want to do, you know, with our lives as individuals, um, you know, our own personal goals, um, you know, on a daily basis, you know, what we have to overcome, you know, the type of friends. Um, for instance, in the in my book here, The Mass Verity, her friend, she has issues um, with drug abuse ah. and, um, you know, a lot of, you know, we tend to that nurture inside of us, you know, as black women, as people, we want to help. Right. right. We want to, um, you know, reach in and, and help someone else along the way and, and get them the help that they need. And in today's world, children, you hear suicide all the time now. Um, and I, I feel like, you know, addressing that issue. And in my book, um, I do know, have it was very important.
0: <laughs> yes. Is there a, a happy ending? You know this. This is a follow-up. It's a sequel, so
1: ah, it is also fiction. Okay. You know, obviously, you know my one of my favorite um, authors is Stephen King, uh, and so I don't want to say that I'm I'm a, you know I'm like Stephen Stephen King. My PR, you know, Tanya Hill told me not to say that. She said he's accomplished. <laughs> I can't say that, but he's definitely um, you know he inspires me. So I wouldn't say you know it is a happy ending. Um, you know, the truth comes out. Um, but there's always you want to leave the, the readers guessing and wanting more. So.
0: OK, so I also noticed while I was reading up about you that you also have your own business. Yes. And it's called Authors United. Can you tell us more about that? Yes.
1: Authors of Integrity United. Oh, OK. Um, basically, I started that. It's still in the works. You know, it's um, you know, it's a new uh, business of mine. I started that because um, as an author, I needed. There were resources that I needed. There was there were questions that I needed um, answered that I didn't have, you know, with my publishing company. Um, you know, I don't want to throw shade on publishing companies nowadays, but they're saying we'll pay more. You know, um, edit the, we'll edit this and we'll give this. And I I just needed you know someone to to kind of step in and help me in areas. So I um, started this up to help other authors. Um, you know, this being my first book and I'm gonna keep going. I wanted to be an inspiration for people who had that goal and that drive, but just didn't have the resource or didn't know where to start. Um, and I, I created that to to help out.
0: I think that is so dope. Because as an entrepreneur myself, Thank you. I found myself always looking for a blueprint. Yes. Gotta <laughs> make your mark in this world. And I'm like, uh, help. <laughs> <laughs> so I just I think that's so. Amazing to have something like that for young writers out there. Not even just young, but writers that need the resources or just need the knowledge, right? And they can reach out to you, and you and right. you will help. Absolutely, I think that's amazing. So, is it a nonprofit or is it for profit?
1: Um, right now it's definitely nonprofit. Okay. Um, you know who knows later on, you know where it's going to go, but you know right now it's more just for um, networking. Um, helping out and for myself, um, you know, just to meet new people along the way.
0: So, what are your biggest challenges as a writer?
1: Um, my biggest challenges, you know, Brie, I'd have to say is um, not, I don't know, I'm just going to say it, not just them. Um, making crap, you know, <laughs> sometimes with it, with writing, they, they tell you it's a word count, you know, your first chapter, your, you know, has to be X amount of words or the entire book has to meet, you know, if you want it to sell and people to buy it so that they don't overprice it, it has to be at least, you know, 60,000 words, you go to 80,000 or more, you know, your book's 20, $25 now, you know, shipping and handling, you want to make it affordable, you know, oh, to wow. people. So, trying to make that, you know, that word count and at the same time still trying to make it good. And, you know, sometimes we think as artists, everything that we write is just (laughs) gold. (laughs) It's gold. Um, You know, editors, they don't always see it that way. They say, you know, you could have worded this differently. Use a better tone. You want your tone to come across a certain way in this chapter so that they want to pick up your book again to the next.
0: I did not know. You are actually teaching me a lot because I did not know that. You guys are so limited, like restricted like yes. that. Yeah. So you have to have a certain word count for your book to be priced at a certain
1: with amount. certain publishing houses. Now, when you get the bigger ones like you know, Penguin House or um, Simon and Schumer, um, those type of publishing companies, um, you know, the traditional ones, the ones that publish like Stephen King and Lauren mm-hmm. Roberts, you know, they can pretty much, you know, do whatever they feel, you know, when it comes down to editing. And, you know, um, marketing your book, they sell the, the author. And in order for you to get to that point, you have to become established. Well, how can you become established if you don't have that opportunity? Um, those major um, publishing companies, they you have to have a literary agent. And, you know, starting off, you know, you got to get known, you know, you, in order for your work to get out there.
0: That's true. Um, yeah. So it, it takes <laughs> a, a time for you to, like, get to those points. Yeah, it does.
1: Perfect example. Um, I don't know. Have you seen the Stranger Things? I love Stranger Things. (laughs) Amazing, right? I love Stranger Things too. Um, So Stranger Things was actually, you know, obviously their writers as well. It was um, by the Duffer Brothers, and it's I think Matt and Ross Duffer. Well, they they originally wanted to direct uh, the movie It. Um, you know, by Stephen sense. King. But they they shot them down, they denied them. They say, You're not established. Mm. Can you believe that? And here, and here here we are, like how big they are now. Yeah, that they, makes sense.
0: Yes, they 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 yes. didn't have a name, they weren't established. Stranger things give you it vibes, <laughs> and it also give you Goonies. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. The, I love,
1: mm, yes. I love it's that.
0: so amazing. I love it's, Stranger Things. The writing is amazing. The costume, I'm a costume designer. The costume designers are um, amazing. The set is amazing. It's like they really care. So we're going to take a short break and give a shout out to our sponsors and we'll be right back. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for listening to the Bring More Productions podcast. We are here and we have a special guest and her name is Brandy. Brown. She is a black female writer from Ohio, but she's been in Dallas for like 10 years. <laughs> yes. So let's talk about your childhood, because I noticed Well, I read on your um on your website that you've been writing since the age of 12. So what made you start writing?
1: Well, um, it all really I started writing um, a little bit earlier than that. I think I was really? nine or 10 years old. I used to write prose and poetry um, all the time. And uh, my mother, I used to just run up to her and give her those darn pieces of paper, those, you know, loose leaf papers. And she used to, you know, just collect them all. And then she would say, okay, well, one more, just one more. And one more became 10 more where she um, ended up getting a little folder and um, put them in the little drawer. And I remember just kind of jumping up and grabbing those, you know, darn things they would fall down and you know, to be honest, um, that's what really made me who I was, I believe. Um, I saw my work and my creativity. And um, so I started writing at a very, very, very early age. And um, when we moved to Georgia, um, I think I was about 11, 12 at that time. And um, my writing had really picked up. And um, see, back in the day, I don't know um, if you remember, when we, when you get the novels, in the middle of the novel, there would be that little coupon where you would rip it out, Mm -hmm. fill it out, and send it in for some free books, right? You remember that? I used to do that with the CDs, too.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, so um, I used to do that a lot. I used to, you know, every book that I would read, I would rip it out, send it in. I'd get four or five books. And um, so I I used to read so much. And then um, I started um, writing, and then finally... Um, I wrote a poem, you know, um, called The Line of Poetry. That was the first one that I had gotten published. Um, I don't even know how I, I came about it. I think um, I, was, uh, I did it on the Internet. My mother, she kind of uh, followed up with it. And, um, you know, we got that published. And then I did another one called The Liar at the time. And I knew that that was something that I wanted to do. Um, so that's that's kind of how it all started. <laughs> I See, was really young.
0: Your first poem was published. Yes, the line oh, of wow. poetry.
1: Yeah.
0: Where can we find your work? Is that somewhere? It, it's somewhere out there.
1: That was like a like a um, like a collection of poetry. This was back in I'd say like 1996, maybe maybe something 1995, 1996. It was a long time ago. I'm sure, like you know, it's somewhere out there. You Just kind of Google
0: my name and look it up.
1: Okay. So what was your
0: favorite childhood um, books to read? Um, wow.
1: You know, I was a big Maya Angelou fan. Really, I, I was um, anything Maya Angelou, um, Phenomenal Woman Was, Caged Bird. Those were some of my, my favorite ones um, because it, it really taught me, you know, having pride in myself as a black woman. Um, you know, to see the value and the beauty of my, you know, and myself That's and, um, you know, it was kind of the, the, at the time when Shantae Moore was coming out, you know, her and, um, you know, a lot of other, um, you know, black artists at the time. So it just kind of gave me a platform to, you know, my, give favorite out my artist. voice.
0: <laughs> see, my, my taste is different. Like my favorite artists were like um, my favorite books. The Boxcar Children. Oh, yes, yes. I had every <laughs> single Boxcar Children book, like ever. And I was a little grown as well. I was reading Elin Harris. Mm-hmm. If y'all don't know anything about Elin Harris, y'all yeah, don't know. <laughs> but it really gave me, and I'm I'm thankful for reads like that because now I have a different uh, perspective on... Um that community like yeah. i'm not i'm less judgmental i'm not yeah. judgmental at all because from he's he was such a beautiful writer with his words it's like when you when you read about their 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 love it wasn't like you know it was like love like it wasn't yeah. like man woman blah, blah, blah. it's yeah. like you just picture Two people in love. Yeah,
1: I know, Brie. You know, but to be honest with you, I think I got damaged. You know, for really? Danielle Steele and Nora Roberts, I have this expectation of love now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: You know, they, they really, and, you know, they draw you in and then you start... You realize that you know is that how it's supposed to be, and then you have this expectation of what's supposed to happen. This is fictional writing. <laughs>
0: and it's fantasy. For yes, a it's it's exactly. Fantasy. fantasy, for fantasy. A <laughs> I never read No uh, no but I read. Mm. Um, oh, I can't think of her name. Uh, is it Mary Morrison? If I'm not mistaken. Tony. It's Tony, but it's also I think it's Mary Monroe. But it is t- Tony uh, Morrison is the one with Beloved, right? I just got that. I just picked up an original copy of Beloved mm-hmm. at Half Price Bookstore, and I just picked up a cage, wilder cage bird scene mm-hmm. at Half
1: Price Bookstore. Mm-hmm. Beautiful
0: writing. But um, yeah, sorry, I'm starting to talk about myself. <laughs> now back to you. So um, you also told me that you was a wrestler. Yeah, that's a fun little fact
1: about me. Um, you know, anyone that, you know, follows um, you know, my Facebook page or um, has, you know, has met me around uh, the city know that, you know, I, I did. I wrestled here uh, in Texas. I wrestled in high school. Um I was actually pretty good. It's so masculine, but at that the time I had so from... much energy.
0: It's like complete opposite <laughs> from writing. And... Yes. Wow. Absolutely. I was looking for a way into
1: college, I think. Oh. Yeah, and so I, I, I won state. Um, you know, I was a state champ, and I went off. Um, you know, to wrestle um, for a couple months in in college until I was able to drop that and kind of went on to normal things that women do. <laughs> you know, a little bit of cheerleading. Um, you know, I did a community theater in Iowa as well. So. Oh,
0: I love theater. Yeah. What exactly did you do in theater?
1: Um, I act. I was, you know, I was acting. Just oh. um, yeah, little plays here and there. I'm um, in Fort Dodge, Iowa. Um I think gosh, I can't uh, never mind what happened but how did it end? That was um one that we had done. This was back in 2004,
0: 2005.
1: You can just kind of look that up and see a little I picture of a 19, 20-year-old me.
0: <laughs> so do you do you prefer um going to a play or a movie?
1: You know, a play. Yeah, you know, definitely a play. Uh, something that, you know, Miss Bree Moore Kind of does a little bit of that costume design.
0: <laughs> that would be my favorite one. Because it's like, it's so raw. Like you see the emotions of the actors. Yes. And I, I think you get more of an experience through a play. Like I tell yeah. people all the time scratch at the movie stuff uh-uh. no 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 go to a play like if you really want to impress somebody yes you need to go to a play like plays are so beautiful like yes. seriously I think so many people are missing out on it yeah the
1: dedication the sweat the hard work that's put into there the rehearsals the long oh. hours the you know the the props you know having to create those yeah. from scratch <laughs> see I'm talking your language now aren't I mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I'm because uh, I love I love Tech Week. Like, Tech Week is like their week. It's like where we just solely depend, like, we solely come together. Everybody comes together from the costumes, the director, the actors, and we rehearse the play with the props, with the costumes. We figure out what's working, what's not working, with the lights. And that's my favorite because I know it's time. It's almost time to go. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's coming to yeah, end. Because yeah. usually for a costume designer, they just need us for – uh, the tech week and then, uh, the first day and then we gone. And right, I right. don't, I don't come back until after it's done to pick up the costumes. So right, like, but I think theater is so amazing. Yeah, it's
1: magical. Um, there's a lot of people that you meet during that time. You know, it's very inspirational. Oh a lot gosh. of people, you know, chasing their their dreams. Um, it's so important to remember to always do that.
0: Do you potentially want to write a play one day?
1: You know, I don't think I could do that. I'm too long winded really? <laughs> in, in my writing. Um, I, I really want to um, to just write um, an amazing book, and um, you know, maybe someone that has experience doing that make it come to life. I think that would be beautiful to see my work come to life, and not just be
0: so hands on in that area. Oh, so you will lo- you would love to write a book and mm-hmm. then potentially turn it into a movie yeah. or a play. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what? What I find weird is that you got to find, you really have to find the right director and the mm-hmm. right actors to really execute your vision. Because mm-hmm. I have read a lot of books, but when it turns into a movie, it sucks. But the movie <laughs> is everything, but the, I mean, the book is everything, but the movie is like trash. Exactly. Let me think of one. Color you think Color Purple?
1: If you read the book,
0: Man, it was one, oh, that that book with um sorry, Tyler Perry, but Zane. Zayn have a book that Tyler uh, Tyler Perry uh directed. Can uh, let's take a um short. Let me look this up right quick. How Tyler, did I
1: not know that? Yeah,
0: it's let me see. Give me one second. And you talking about Beloved? That was actually one of our assignments when I was in college. But Love It is a good movie. you not think it's a good I'm movie? I'm talking about the book I itself. It. It was just, it? It was, I never it's read the book. Too much. It's it's. much. It's, well, you know, in the book, it's always more detailed yeah. than what it is You know, in the movie. So if you have to read Color Purple, the book itself, yeah. it's a whole other story. It's
1: sure. not even the story
0: <laughs> they portray on the movie. Yeah, yeah.
1: just edit it out. Yeah, you you know, just take things movie. out. Okay,
0: so the movie that I'm talking about is called, the book is called Addicted. The movie is also called Addicted as well. And Zane, you know who Zane is, Mm -hmm. right? She wrote the book and Tyler Perry put it into like a movie. Okay. The book is more. hmm. It's a descriptive. Yeah. Okay. It's It's descriptive writing. Right. Mm -hmm. It's it's amazing. But when it came over to the book, it sucked. Um, Another one of my favorites is uh, The Giver.
1: Oh, that, yes.
0: The Giver was my childhood favorite. So it was like amazing 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 book but in film it sucked Mm -hmm. because they really didn't show the um they wasn't as detailed as the book was the only the only um book that i feel that they executed was harry potter
1: you know interview with the vampire the book the you know the book wasn't as good as the movie but maybe that's because Brad Pitt was in it. <laughs>
0: oh, I
1: never read it. I never, that I one, it. yeah. yeah so that
0: she was an Anne Rice.
1: For oh, I love me some Anne Rice.
0: So, uh, I'm going to have to look that She's up. She's like vampires. I don't like vampires like that. <laughs> so do you do you have like a, a, a book that turned into like a movie that you like? Ooh. Besides and rice and vampires, <laughs> Gosh,
1: that is a hard one. Um, I wasn't I wasn't prepared for that question. <laughs> yeah.
0: Let's just think. The giver was really. It was a good book, but the movie is trash. Do you do you believe? Like, do you agree with me when I say that? I think sometimes I need to leave the books alone. Yes, and just let it, let it yeah, just... be what it is in the book,
1: mm-hmm. and then. Let a movie see, be a movie. That's exactly, um, you know, my point. You know, I want to stick to writing. Screenplays and screenwriting is just not my area. You know, uh-huh. I think I would just, you know, over, you know, edit and, and, you know, try to appeal to what other people want. And then, you know, my creativity just
0: shot. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, think I say that people. Yeah. Stephen King. Yeah. Stephen King oh, it. For- I didn't see it. It is scary. I
1: read the book but I didn't see the movie. How funny. was the book? I loved it. It was long. <laughs> it was I,
0: long. I always but, like, it. Oh yeah. I'm not about to. Read. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know,
1: 200 pages, that's it. You know, shout out to Stephen King though. I got to give it to him. He's one of my oh, favorite. Yeah, he's a I could never I could never um, you know, write that, you know, length of a book, but who knows? Maybe one day. I'll give So that. what
0: are your future goals as an author?
1: Um, my future goals is definitely um, to write full time, you know, um, obviously, you know, I, I work just like everyone else having nine to five, you know, I have two children, but definitely want to um, just spend my day writing, being inspired, um, you know, after, you know, after every book, being able just to take a little break, um, you know, just kind of. Recap about, you know, everything that, you know, I've written because sometimes I just don't want to have the same type of tone in each book. Yeah. You know, I don't want to carry on the same type of characters. You know, one, um, that's how Stephen King is so successful. You know, how, you know, Daniel Steele is so successful that they were, they was able to have a different story with each book. And in order to do that, you have to kind of have a clean slate all the time, almost. So you just have to regroup and uh, refresh And sometimes, you know, the routine, going to work every day, the same routine day after day, kind of, you know, I think, yeah, I wouldn't be able to do that. So that's my goal. Um, Authors United, definitely to get that up and running. Um, I want to help out, um, you know, other entrepreneurs, other, you know, writers, women. One thing that I was told um, was that I couldn't do it, you know, or you um, you you don't have the experience, um, but you can't be taught talent. You can't be taught, you know, a passion, something that you're good at, something that will sell. Um, so sometimes you just have to follow your dreams. Um, so I'm definitely, um, you know, into, you know, helping out our youth. My um, de- that's another goal of mine.
0: So what um, what advice do you have for um, up and coming art writers, artists, authors um, that's looking for advice that need some type of guidance? Like, do you have anything to tell them? I do. Um, Obviously, to stay true to yourself, Mm -hmm.
1: um, stay true to your goals, stay goal-oriented, and um, to not give up. And someone else may not see your creativity, or they may not agree with your approach to things. But um, if you was following them, you're always going to be a follower. Mm -hmm. Um, So in order to be a leader, you're just going to have to lead and take a chance. On yourself.
0: That's really good advice. And as a mother, I have another question. Yeah. As a mother, how do you juggle um, being a mother and your passion and a full-time job?
1: Well, I, I definitely look at my children and I say, you know what? It's going to be this book. This is the one that's going to sell. Um, five, ten years, you know, it's, I'm still going to get those royalties. That's going to be their college money. Oh, that's <laughs> dope. That's dope. <laughs> you know, so that's that's my inspiration. Every time I look at them, I'm tired and I say, you know what, I, I got to finish this chapter. I got to, you know, I got to sell, you know, I got to write. This is my passion. I want I want them to see, you know, my follow through, my ambition in life, you know, to have the the courage to follow their own.
0: Amazing. So tell the people how they can uh, keep up with you, how to purchase a book where we can follow you on Instagram, Facebook. I'm Absolutely.
1: Snapchat. <laughs> all of that. All of that. And my um, public relations specialist, uh, Tanya Hill, um, definitely Yay! helps me out, you know, keeping all that. Um, I'm so old school with a lot of that. I didn't keep up with like Snapchat and everything, but she's keeping me, you know, on my toes with Instagram and Facebook currently. Um, I have a book signing coming up um, at uh, Pan um, African uh, Connections here in Dallas on uh, the 21st of this month. Um, you can catch me on Facebook. Um, Brandy Brown, You can also, you know, go to my website at BrandyBrownAuthor.com. You can also go to my Authors United website. Um, So there's many ways.
0: (laughs) I'm always around.
1: Yes, and I'm (laughs)
0: so excited to read this book. I'm actually going to start reading it it today, as soon as I get home, because I love to read. And I just looked up another um, movie slash book. Which one? It was Stephen. It's actually Stephen King's and it's called uh it was The Secret Window.
1: Oh my goodness. With Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Yeah, oh my that gosh, movie. that book that was is a really good, good. It's a good movie. I don't know about the book. Did yes. You read the
0: book? Yeah. You know, like goodness. <clears throat>
1: oh really? Yeah. All of his. Oh my goodness. They really have misery. um those major public, yeah, Misery. Oh, I love Misery.
0: I told Stephen you know, they y'all it. need to go, y'all need to go. Um, but today it's
1: Brandy Brown.
0: And I was young when this came out. This was like nineteen something. You I to three more productions to start a book club. One day, one day when I get out, everything gets lined. Then yeah, we can we can make it happen for sure. But I just joined the book club uh, not too long ago, and I'm definitely going to suggest your book. Thank you. Because you hear. And then it's, it's only right that we show up to the, the signing, you yes. know, get it autographed. you absolutely. actually autograph my book right now while you're here? Okay, absolutely. you guys. And um, I want to give a special shout out Brie to... To Yes, Yes. <laughs> been... Put all that in, in there. Special shout out to uh, Tanya Hill for introducing me to Brandy Brown. If uh, you guys heard an extra voice in here, it was Tanya. Shout out to Tanya. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I need <laughs> the Y'all need to to right. specialist, Absolutely. Need without her... I wouldn't be here today. So thank, thank you, Tanya. Brandy, thank you so much. Brandy, thank you for, you so well. thank you. for um, stopping by the More Productions podcast and actually believing in it. I really appreciate that. Thank you for being on time and professional. And you guys, make sure you uh, follow up with Brandy. Her um, book signing is actually the 21st of this month at Pen African Connection in um, Oak Cliff. I will put that information in the show notes. You can also follow her on Instagram and uh, Facebook. And do you have a Snapchat? I don't. Oh,
1: okay. I, I don't have Snapchat. Well, you know, I'm I really don't get
0: them. <laughs> okay. So I'll be good. So Instagram <laughs> and Facebook. I will write all her information in the show notes as well. If you guys have any questions or concerns, if you want to know how to order a book you will find that in the show no- notes as well make sure you get out here and you support our black authors that's writing these stories right. for mm-hmm. us and they they tell an story so it's very important to support make sure you support yes. support 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 brandy thank you so much you for, for stopping by me. um this is a great conversation and I hope mm-hmm. you had a great time. Are you, are you Yes, now? I'm
1: good. I'm good now? <laughs>
0: You've inspired me. Hey. <laughs> that was a good one. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. We are out. Peace.